Hello, hello. Hello, guys. How are we feeling today? Oh my god, I feel like so many things happened since uh, yeah. the last time we recorded an episode. Yeah. Iris did like a huge <laughs> surgery. Well, not, not a huge, huge surgery. <laughs> a tiny one, actually. Tiny, but it's huge because it was like two teeth at the same time. Two wisdom teeth. So now I have no uh, wisdom in me. <laughs> no, I still have one. <laughs> the only one left. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was uh, kind of tough because I started feeling pain. So mm -hmm. I had to go like um, do this emergency surgery. And we had to stop working together for like one week. So yeah. we postponed this, this episode. Uh, but luckily, since we record some episodes ahead, you guys didn't feel a thing. Yeah, you guys didn't feel a thing. <laughs> yeah, but I felt it all. Yeah, we came <laughs> here today and we were like... little chic, very swollen. Yeah. <laughs> no, now it's fine. You look amazing. Thank you. <laughs> you don't look like a little hamster anymore. <laughs> but I used to. I sent you a picture. <laughs> Just very swollen. But uh, it was easier than I thought because it was too. So I was very scared yeah. <laughs> to remove them. But it was actually easier than I thought. Uh, just one week and you're fine. I still have a little sensibility when I eat there, but other than that, I'm fine. I have, I removed my stitches today. That's so good. And you're going to Coachella, I Oh heard. my God. <laughs> That's another news. I, I said like, oh, this is from the fairy godmother yeah. <laughs> because of, I removed two teeth. So it was like a present to me. Uh, I'm very excited because... I'm gonna see Frank Ocean. That's the main reason. Yeah, it's like I'm your, your favorite Frank, artist. My ever. favorite yeah. ever. So I couldn't be more excited. But by the time this episode airs, I'm like, it's over. Coachella yeah, is over. Coachella is over. <laughs> wow, that's so crazy to think about. Yeah. Hopefully I'm gonna be hearing this in the car, uh, heading to LA. I'm very <laughs> happy because I saw Frank live. Hopefully. Yeah, you will. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And you're going to Amsterdam. I'm going to Amsterdam again. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm going to travel. So we're both going to travel at the same time, actually. Yeah. I'm super excited. It was like my first trip with my boyfriend. And we're going to go back. This full circle. Time, full circle. This time with a little bit more budget. <laughs> with a little bit more money. <laughs> exciting things are coming. I really want to visit Amsterdam too, because the only time I went there was with you yeah. and we uh, like had a, like a, a, layover. a layover so it was just a few hours but it seems so beautiful yeah it's i'm very nice. very excited to go someday um but yeah traveling apart today we have a more serious topic we have a very serious topic guys it's gonna get very deep i'm very scared <laughs> same i wrote down some notes i didn't so today i'm gonna have <laughs> this little shit here with me um to help me because I feel it's a subject that I have like a lot of things to say, especially like a lot of different moments where I feel mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. And uh, in case you guys don't know, we are talking about imposter syndrome. <laughs> Hi, this is Iris. And this is Sophia. And you're listening to Undressed. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know what it is, this weird name uh, it's basically feeling like you are a phony in your life, as in you aren't able to feel fulfilled by your goals and by what you achieved. You feel like what you achieved is never enough. Maybe it was just luck. Yeah. Uh, or just because you like overworked yourself. It feels like you are getting 
you are going to get caught eventually, I feel like, yeah. or that the luck is going to end. Yeah, I think you feel like very that. different from like other people who do the same as you. And I think this can be like job related or uh, hobby related or just in life. Yeah, relationships. You feel like uh, relationships, well. you feel like all the other people are the real deal and you're just uh, pretending your way up. Yeah. Uh, but I actually made a little research and I didn't know there is like five types. I don't know if this is like super accurate, but um, when I searched for it, it says that it's five different types of uh, imposter syndrome. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I wrote them down for you. Okay, <laughs> let's hear them all. <laughs> uh, actually, I highlighted like three that I think I suffer from three of these. Okay. <laughs> let's see how many you suffer <laughs> and if are the same as me. So the first is the perfectionist. Uh, where basically um, these type of people set very high expectations for themselves and uh, that even if they meet 99% of these goals, a small loss will feel like a large failure. So the 1% that you don't get right mm -hmm. uh, will hunt you. Yeah. And you feel like you're never like, uh, what you do is never good enough. It's not never at the 100%. Mm -hmm. So do you feel you're a perfectionist? I think that is a little bit as in when you for example i feel a lot this in my life when i've been wanting something for so long and then i get it but then i don't even celebrate it i don't even acknowledge it i don't even let it let myself be happy for achieving it i'm already thinking about the next thing that i don't have and that i have to do but and for the I one that you put out um imagine like content wise or uh, I don't know, maybe something you do in your life, even if it's like an event for your friends, a dinner, do you get, um, do you feel hunted by the 1% that went wrong if it, it wasn't perfect? Maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, I'm But don't same. you think it's the same as this thing that I was saying? Because it's kind of like, yes, you got that thing that you wanted, but you are only seeing the glass half, like, empty. because. You are always going for the thing that you don't have next. So I yeah. think it's a bit of perfectionism in that. It's Maybe like, in the long run. Exactly. Like so, I need to have everything. I need yeah. to do everything. You don't celebrate like the journey. Yeah. Unless like you have all the 100% exactly. of like your your life goal or whatever. Exactly. So I feel, yeah, maybe. I feel I'm the same because um, I feel somewhat of a perfectionist since I every time that I put something out, uh, content or whatever, uh, or even like... Like I was saying, like a uh, dinner for friends, I want it to be, I want it to be perfect. But at the same time, I have this that I'm very impulsive. Mm -hmm. So I feel like somehow I managed to put things out and uh, this part of me, the perfectionist in me, doesn't um, make me like stop putting stuff out. I prefer to put them out even if they are somewhat wrong yeah. still. But it kind of hunts me. Uh, like example, this podcast, I feel like, for us to get this right it was very hard we are learning every episode but i get like super nervous when i see something wrong i want to make everything right like, <laughs> remember the the microphones were in front yeah, of our faces yeah, in episode one were, that hunts me a little bit it does because the video is <laughs> so still there it hunts me a bit yeah makes sense the second one is natural genius so the natural genius has been top of the class for as long as they can remember. And in their school days, success came easy. As they grow and mature, however, they are bound to encounter scenarios where achievement doesn't present itself as second nature and hard work 
or struggle is required for their desired results. So I think this uh, imposter syndrome for these people come because they face like the adult life is not as easy as when they were uh -huh. in school and everything mm -hmm. was so natural to them. Mm -hmm. Do you feel you're a natural <laughs> genius? No, not a natural genius. No, I don't think so. Do you? Yeah, no. Yeah. I didn't highlight this one either because I I think I'm not afraid at all of hard work. So that no. never really... But yeah, in school I didn't study much. So that part <laughs> was kind of true. I didn't feel like... I had like somewhat good grades and I didn't like work very hard yeah. as I do now. So yeah, that part I can relate. But other than that, I don't feel I'm a natural genius. <laughs> Sad face. <laughs> Sad face. <laughs> Emoji. Uh, next one is the rugged individualist. So this kind of imposter struggle to reach out when they need assistance as they feel getting help with a task invalidates their contribution or shows that their own skill set is somewhat lacking. I'm not like that. But you are. I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even need to say yeah. it. <laughs> this might be my main one. Because mm -hmm. I feel like it gets in the way to me. Uh -huh. uh, it was the thing that I discovered more when I started like working and not like in school. Because in school I was already like this and it only affected me if we had like group work. Yeah, I remember you saying yeah. that when you had group works, it would like, it would be your worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> But because you wanted to control everything. Yes. Right? Yeah. I'm a control freak and it gets in the way. And then I learned that I need to get help because it's, it's gonna prevent you from getting further in your career if you're that stubborn and mm -hmm. you don't ask for help. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I feel I'm like this, mm -hmm. but I'm trying to get better. Yeah. And now we have a team and I work with you and we have people working with us. So I think I'm better now, a little bit. <laughs> and you're like, mm. <laughs> Why so quiet? Let's, let's hear the next yeah. one. <laughs> no, you are, you are, you okay. are better. The next is the expert. This drive to become the expert can trigger imposter syndrome, holding you back from applying for jobs because you feel you don't meet all the criteria in the description. So this one, I um, was reading a little more than this, and it's basically when you have the feeling to research a lot and be like get all the knowledge you can about something before you be able to call yourself, I don't know, whatever your job yeah. is. I think I have that one. You have that one? Yeah, I think so. I said it a lot before doing the job that we do now. Yeah. I'd have like two degrees and then a master's degree. Oh my God. And then I <laughs> don't even, I'm not even lot. aware of that. The other day I had this conversation with my friends and they were like, oh my God, you did like two, you wrote two theses. You studied in college for like six or seven years. And I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, I did. And they were like hyping me up. I was like, why? I, I've never thought about <laughs> that. <laughs> I can't, I don't do that with myself. Like, you don't really validate all your uh, yeah, skills. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, but you studied a lot. Two theses, I can't imagine. I never wrote one. <laughs> yeah. So I can't imagine. I'm not, I think maybe it's because I didn't like it, so I'm not proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you it still got hard. the knowledge. So yeah, I still got the knowledge. You can be proud <laughs> of it. And next we have the superhero, which is the last one. Superheroes push themselves to work harder than everyone around them to prove that they are not imposters. Their expectations for themselves are higher than the expectations for others. And they feel a sometimes overwhelming need to succeed in every element of their lives. So imagine not only job, but mm -hmm. if you have a hobby, you also need to be like good at it. If you have like 
even at home you need to be like the best organizing yeah. your home yeah i don't think i'm like that i think i'm only i think i only have imposter syndrome with my job with your job yeah yeah i highlighted this one for me <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm like this in everything like maybe not like housewife stuff <laughs> housekeeping <laughs> but like my hobbies I dance, we talked about this in the first episode, and I feel the same in dance. Like, if you call me a dancer, I, I have trouble accepting that. I yeah. don't feel I'm a dancer because I will never, like, reach the skills of my teachers and also I know there are so many better dancers. So even though I do it for years, I still have trouble accepting the word that I'm a dancer. Yeah. It's But weird. if you think about it, better dancers than your teachers. So then they, 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 would, they couldn't call themselves dancers as well. I know, I know, and <laughs> I know most that. people probably suffer for, from this imposter syndrome, but I don't know why this happens. I feel like I have a list of why this happens, actually. <laughs> We're gonna get there in a minute, but it's crazy, uh, the imposter syndrome, because if you think in theory, I know it's stupid and everyone yeah. should be called a dancer if you dance, but I can't help to feel like this. Mm -hmm. I, I think to me it's just always the feeling of... Uh, being lucky like achieving stuff for luck and that things are always gonna go wrong eventually and that for example if I get um, a, a job that I'm super excited about a collaboration with yeah. a brand whatever uh, I might be happy for a day or two but then I'm already thinking okay they're not gonna go come back same, it's gonna I'm be same. a once in a life thing uh, and it's so stupid to think maybe it's true maybe maybe I think like that because it has happened before like that so I'm only being rational but I'm already like putting myself down and thinking like that it's not gonna happen again I feel we might do it also to protect ourselves yeah definitely because I felt like such a shock before of like thinking something's gonna happen and then not happening and me like crying my mm. eyes out so uh, next time I'm like no let's just pretend this is not gonna happen until yeah. we are sure That might be one of the reasons. But for this type of syndrome, imagine in your job, do you feel like you're a content creator, like other content creators, or do you feel somewhat lacking? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I wrote down that too. Uh, one, of the, one of the feelings I get um, that imposter syndrome gives me is like um, comparing with other yeah. people in the same field of work or hobbies like dance. Uh, but um, then again, our job is so easy to compare. Exactly. I think it's impossible not to have imposter syndrome in our job. Yeah, content creation is very hard for this because I feel with other jobs, you still have this, but you don't know the achievements of your colleagues. Yeah. Uh, you're, at least they are not like you can do, maybe at the end of the year, there's something where uh, you see their bonus for what they got in sales. I don't know. Yeah. But in this particular one, we have it every day. Exactly. That's They are thing. rubbing in your faces like, and we do the same to others. It's just like, look at this deal I have, look at this traveling, look at everything. So we can see what others are uh, getting and we focus on that, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And always, always, always focusing on what we didn't get instead of focusing on what we did get. They might be feeling the same. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But to me, the thing that I think is harder is to learn how to distinguish your thoughts from like what is imposter syndrome and what is reality. 
Okay. <laughs> you know? Oh, to see if you're uh, being too dramatic or if you're really less exactly. than. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's your imposter syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> that's the imposter syndrome talking that, right now. Exactly, right now. <laughs> you're seeing it live. Yeah. Anyways, I think it's hard to be able to hear that th those thoughts and be and be like, no, stop that. Like, get out of my head. I am enough. I'm good enough. And yeah, I think that's the hard part of it. Same. Um, because sometimes we uh, talk about that kind of thing, like deals that we are getting and other influencers are getting. And sometimes we really believe that we get less of. So uh -huh. it's hard to, to understand if it's real or if it's our uh, imposter syndrome. But for sure that someone is watching our Instagram and being triggered by us as well. Mm -hmm. So it's a very hard one. It's a very hard one. Yeah. So another thing where I feel this is um, feeling something that I've done should have better outcome. So I really believe in the stuff that I make. So imagine I create this, uh, I'm always talking about job here, but Imagine if I create this reel that I'm really proud of or TikTok and it doesn't go well. Um, it triggers my imposter syndrome because I had so much confidence in that piece of work. Yeah, that's the thing as well. Yeah. And I really thought uh, that would go well. And when it doesn't, I start like doubting myself instead of mm -hmm. thinking like, well, maybe it was the algorithm. I always doubt my, myself first. But that's the thing. It's so hard because then what you said right now well maybe it's the algorithm if i think that the next second i'm like yeah you're really like fooling yourself there aren't you sophia like <laughs> telling <laughs> yourself you. it's the algorithm yeah okay you know close your eyes and just don't see what's right in front of you that's that's the thing that's the duality for me it's so hard it's like the little devil in your yeah, shoulder yeah exactly saying no Sophie it's not the algorithm yeah. it's you yeah. <laughs> but then that's the imposter syndrome and I wanted to shut up like so yeah. how do I shut him up it's so, it's so hard and I wish we had more tips I have some by the end that I wrote down but uh we still clearly suffer from this a lot so it's not even something that we can now share with you like this is the way to go to yeah. get rid of your imposter syndrome because we have it a lot yeah I think it's important also to like go to the source because I've also read uh, that it's very common to suffer from imposter syndrome if you had like a complicated childhood if you, oh. if your parents like didn't value you enough if they yeah. criticized you enough if you didn't hear like compliments uh, so yeah I think it's also important to see if the root comes from there yeah um, probably because you weren't used to hearing like your compliments you just became a perfectionist because you're always in search of those compliments like later See, in life validation yeah validation in my case i don't feel uh that that's case because i feel like i'm actually a very like confident person because mm -hmm. my parents really uh, yeah. taught me that and they uh, approve a lot of things that i yeah. do and they never like bring me down and stuff um So I, I don't know. I think for me, it comes a lot from the type yeah, of job that I take. Yeah, I think I it's take. just social media for you, definitely. Yeah, and I'm like the cards. If you watch the the Oracle, yeah, he told me that uh, every day I feel like I start from zero and that's what I feel yeah. every day. I'm like such a hustler that every day I feel like I need to prove myself. It's not for validation from others, it's myself. I, I don't feel like I'm a good dancer enough. I don't feel mm -hmm. like I'm a good content creator enough. And if you ask me like my my goals, like mm -hmm. when 
you have like a specific goal for your job that will make you say, okay, now I'm what I want to be. I can't tell you. No. Like a never ending hunger and I feel it might destroy me someday. <laughs> Very deep here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the main thing that I want to fight is that never ending hunger that I have <laughs> for everything. Yeah, I had a, a bit of a, I just remembered this actually that I wanted to talk about. So I'm very happy right now. I had, <laughs> <laughs> I had like a bit of a rough path the last year and only now after like doing res this research about imposter syndrome is that I realized that it came from imposter syndrome wow. because imposter syndrome can also make you feel like very depressed and like because you are so unaware of what you achieved so far and because you are always doubting yourself because I was always thinking why what's the point of doing that why am I gonna do that the, the outcome is not gonna be like what I wanted to be I got to a point where I just wanted to procrastinate yeah so I think that's another like side of imposter syndrome that it can literally lead to like procrastination Because you are already doubting yourself even before you started doing putting on the work. And then like the procrastination probably leads to the, mm. a bit of a depression because you aren't doing what you want to do. But then if you do, you feel like you're not you're never gonna be good enough. And I was feeling that last year a lot with yeah. the whole Instagram, TikTok, doing everything all at once. Uh all of the changes. Yeah, it affected me a lot. And I think it came from imposter syndrome. And do you feel it's also, uh, because I feel it, it's very uh, in relation with the, um, the engagement and all in our job. Yeah. Because I feel the less engagement we get, if there's like a low uh -huh. peak, your imposter syndrome goes up. Exactly. <laughs> because you start doubting yourself if you don't yeah. get like what you use, the results that you usually get. But this is not like an any other job. It's kind of different. So... I feel like we shouldn't measure it like that, but we can help to. Mm. And uh, that triggers a lot. And if I feel like I'm, I'm in the down peak of um, engagement and my imposter goes up, what happens is, is that I get um, not motivated to work. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, have you ever felt you're being paid more than you should? You feel imposter syndrome that way? What I feel sometimes is that I'm going to do the the job. I'm going to put out the content and then the brand is going to be, uh, is going to regret working with me. Yeah. Because of the results. Always because of engagement, Always. right? Yeah. Maybe because of the engagement. Yeah. Because if they don't like my content, but the engagement is good, I think I'm always going to be happy with it. But if they like my content and the engagement is bad, I think I'm going to be like, oh, They're never gonna work with me again. That's the thing all over again. They're never all gonna over. work with me Triggers again. Everything yeah, all over again. They probably regret spending that much money on me. So yeah, maybe in that point, with that point of view, yes, maybe sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah, me you? too. Uh, I feel like I get it, but it's very, it's not like the main imposter syndrome. I feel it just, and it doesn't bother me much. But no. if you ask me about it and if I think, well about it I think I felt it before especially because um it's hard to measure our rates right yeah. it's based on it's a very new job so of course if I compare with other jobs and uh, I feel like okay this is for like a, a story mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like okay maybe I'm being paid more than I should or 
-hmm. although I know this is what influencers get yeah, and this exactly. is like the reality of our yeah. job and how many sales we bring to the brands I know how we are like worth this amount but yeah. sometimes I, I do feel like that but then maybe if you get a proposal with too little you get like mad, mad. <laughs> but then you're low-key mm, is this maybe what I deserve and then that also contributes to the oh, imposter syndrome <laughs> it's true. like How do they there like proposing this? Don't they know like about my work and like what it takes to do the content that they want me to do? That's But so then true. I'm like, wait, maybe they do think that this is what I'm worth. Maybe they are right. And yeah. But that's so true because I do get super mad if I'm offered like a less than what I think I deserve. Yeah. But the other way around, I feel like I deserve less. <laughs> <laughs> So it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I think we deserve what we deserve, but um, we still doubt ourselves a lot. That's the main thing. <laughs> That's the main thing. Yeah. Oh, another one I have here. Uh, it's actually the last one that I wrote uh, where I feel imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually being present at like events or imagine if you're going to a red carpet in Hollywood. Okay. Wouldn't you feel like you don't deserve to be there comparing to all the other people? Because I feel like that's yeah. some, sometimes like if it's like a big event full with influencers, I'm like, are they the real ones? And I'm the imposter among these yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. But I don't know why, because sometimes like there are people there who have even like maybe less followers or engagement or whatever, but you still feel this way. 100%. And the thing to me is that I think when I'm there, I'm like, oh my God, they're thinking that I shouldn't be there. They're, <laughs> exactly. they're like, what is this? Like, what is this one doing here <gasps> yeah. among us? Yeah. You can't sit with us. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I wonder if celebrities also feel this, like imagine like the Oscars. Maybe you do like a wonderful movie or even like nominated for an Oscar and you still feel that way. Yeah. I think it's possible. I think so. I think so. Because if you think about it, why why would you feel like you don't belong? One, because you were a new actor, maybe? Maybe. Or because are the opposite. Because... Have a long career and you, you never won. Career, you never won. Maybe you feel outdated. We also feel a bit outdated yeah. sometimes. Like, maybe oh, we've age. been doing this for so long. People want to see new like content creators they don't want to see us maybe actors feel that way too maybe you feel uh less pretty less thin less yeah. on trends maybe you're uh, like in the middle age or everything is perfect but like i don't know you haven't done like a very hype movie in a long exactly. time there's like a thousand there's always reasons. gonna be something i think If you want to have imposter syndrome, if your brain wants it, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna have it no matter how successful you are. I feel this goes like everyone's like a disease. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Actually, like I've just Googled it and 70% of people feel this way one time or another. 70%. So you're telling me 30% never yeah. felt it? <laughs> Lucky ones. <laughs> Where are you? Who are you? I know. Wow. Oh, must be nice. The true lucky ones. But don't worry, guys, because we have a little list here to help you fight it, to help, help you. Us. <laughs> you slash us. We, we are a bit doomed, but yeah. So the number one is learn the facts. So yeah, I'm guessing that it's when it says learn, learn the facts is to just look at things objectively. And if you 
feel like your brain is telling you something else. You're just like, no, like I did this, I achieved this, and this is what it is. That's a great idea. Even make making probably a list of your achievements. Yeah. I think I should do that. Probably. I think that's very nice. And read it every morning. Yeah. So you managed to complete this, this, this. Exactly. This, this, this. It's kind of a, like a grateful list, something you are grateful for. Yeah. But like with your achievements. Yeah, I think I need that because I focus a lot on what's to come and what went wrong. So mm -hmm. uh, the second point is to always celebrate your successes. And I think this is very important because it's about that thing where you achieve something you want, but you're already on to the next one. True. But I feel like if you, if you like make yourself celebrate this first, at least maybe it gets stuck on your brain better. <laughs> We barely celebrated the launch of this podcast. That's true. We need to do a big party. We need to do a big party. <laughs> because you know what I was thinking right now as you were saying this? I was like... Okay, we need to celebrate when we get like, uh, I don't know, yeah, one <laughs> k followers yeah, exactly. or whatever in this podcast. But that's not good. We need to celebrate just the because. Lunch. Yeah. Just because. And actually, I'm gonna leave this idea here. We already talked about this, but one episode we want to do it like with a bottle of tequila. <gasps> that's gonna be our celebration. Yes. Oh my god. And like free theme. No theme. <gasps> We're just gonna play games and drink be the last and episode of the season. Yes, let's do that. I'm so down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. It's your our word here. Our word here today. We're gonna do that. Is that it? We're gonna do it. Gonna do it. Which bottle? We <laughs> <laughs> need to decide. We need to decide. I really want to try the tequila from Kendall, but we're not. We're oh. not able to buy it here. I think. Uh, Maybe you can bring from. Do you think I can bring it on the plane? <laughs> Just imagine from Coachella. the customs like what is this girl? <laughs> Just put it on the how do you say on the check-in bag. I'm gonna do that. Just <laughs> just leaving the idea here. Okay. Number three, it's to let go of perfectionism. Tough, tough. Yeah, tough. this is just we don't have more to talk about this. You yeah. just have to let go and of it. And actually I usually say this when people ask um what they should do to become like content creators. Yeah. I always do this as like the number one rule and I stand by it. If you're starting, you can't be perfect. So you just need to post things. And I feel like even for us, even if we are a bit perfectionist, I feel we still prefer to put it out. And exactly. that's the main yeah. rule. If it's not perfect, just put it out. And um, with time, it's going to be. Yeah. Better. And I think you're always evolving. I think the concept yeah. of perfect is impossible to have. Like, to if I look at my work from last month, I already hate some things that I did. Same. <laughs> so, like, it's never going to be perfect. And it's not supposed to. Last but not least is to just be aware of what you're feeling when you're feeling imposter syndrome and just accept it because everyone is feeling it. And. You just have to deal with it. <laughs> But you have to be able to tell yourself what's happening and just to shut the little voice. That's not you. That's the imposter syndrome. And yeah, just focus you on You can visualize stuff. a little pet. Yeah. <laughs> like a little devil. And if you're having bad thoughts, you're like, oh, that's the little brat. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. You go in the corner, in the back room. <laughs> go in the drawer. Yeah. 
It's going to be there always. That's something that I also realized with anxiety because I never um, suffered from anxiety growing up. And it appeared to me like maybe two, three years ago, mm -hmm. he was like, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> I heard you were a little bit too chill, too comfortable. <laughs> nice to meet you. Yeah. And one thing that I uh, had to learn is to just accept it that once you know it, Yeah, it's gonna be there forever. Exactly. That's exactly the same as me. I think I even I think you even got anxiety before me. Yeah. I think I only got kicked with anxiety about like one year and a half ago, and I didn't know. Like when people told me that they were anxious, I was like, "What are you? Green. <laughs> I, what are you like nervous? Like for a, for a test? Like you know when you get nervous oh, for yeah. a test? That to me, like of, that type of anxiety yeah. is totally different. It's totally different. And now it's like wow, like wow, I didn't know anything about anxiety. And yeah, sometimes to me at least, sometimes I just wake up and I'm with anxiety. Yeah. Like it's and something that never leaves you. Yeah, and sometimes you can't even like pinpoint why. Why? Yeah. You just have to, yeah, live with sometimes it. Sometimes it's very weird because you're in a hustle and uh the anxiety lets you do the hustle you need. And then sometimes it hits you when you stop. Yeah. It's so weird. I remember the first time that I uh talked with you about my anxiety because we were already working together the first time that um I experienced anxiety. And I remember getting in the car like Sophia, we need to talk. <laughs> I, I was remember like, shit is going down, yeah. guys. <laughs> I was like, so I've been suffering from this, this and this, and I need to make some changes in my life. I need to um like split better the work and the rest of my life and yeah yeah it was so weird because until that point I never experienced it and then it changed my life com completely and it never goes away that's what you need to learn it's like it's like you discover you have a sibling <laughs> yeah <laughs> now yeah. it's a new reality yeah. you can deal with it better and learn how to control it better mm -hmm. but you now know it so it's going to be there forever mm -hmm. and Definitely. imposter syndrome It's associated with anxiety, so it's basically the same. Mm -hmm. Little devil in you. Two little devils. <laughs> Two little devils yeah. that like to hold hands. That's so true. Oh, yeah. Should we go to our favorite part of the body? Games. Game time. So excited. Let's do it. <laughs> Yay. And the first game we're going to play actually even helps us more to get over the imposter syndrome. So this game is gonna uh be called boss says bitch <laughs> no boss says bitch yes <laughs> i don't know i don't think this is the name no but now the it name is. is how to now say fuck is. you to imposter syndrome <laughs> <laughs> so basically um we're gonna have a, a sentence like um a sentence of someone who suffers from imposter syndrome and we need to rephrase it in order to be boss bitches boss bitches Love that. Let's do it. So the first sentence is, I don't have enough experience. So yeah, let's think about when you are listening to the little devil in your head saying that to you. I don't have enough experience. So uh, the situation probably would be something like maybe you want to try to um, go for a job opportunity yeah. and you might this thought might come into your head yeah maybe you even got an interview for that job maybe you were just applied because you thought mm, why not and now you're going to an interview and you're like i don't have enough experience. i don't have enough experience what should you say to yourself in this order to, be able to overcome this 
It's very interesting. I don't need to have enough experience. I am capable of learning. I'm very skilled at I'm learning skilled. and fast learner. Yeah, exactly. I'm a junior, but I'm a fast learner. Yeah. <laughs> Something uh, like that. Exactly. And there's so many people with no experience that do like amazing stuff. For sure. Maybe even come with like bright ideas because yeah. they are not influenced by exactly stuff. Maybe it's uh, an asset for you. It's like an advantage. Woo! We just boss ass bitch this. Next <laughs> if one. you use this on an interview <laughs> and pass, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> I'm going to make mistakes. Hmm. That's a tough one. <laughs> I'm going to make mistakes. So probably you're afraid of uh, doing something because once yeah. again maybe you're not that experienced yeah. and you're afraid of doing mistakes. So this applies to many areas in life. So yeah. it's hard to think of a specific situation. But I'm going to make like everyone does mistakes. And yeah. It's by doing those mistakes that you evolve. If you don't do mistakes, you're probably like stuck in life. Yeah, probably um, just think I'm going to do my best and learn from the outcome. Exactly. Even if the outcome is bad, you're going to learn like this. We never made a podcast in our exactly. lives. Exactly. And we are learning as we go. But if we thought that we we're going to make mistakes, which we did. <laughs> and yeah, we are still we doing. Exactly. Uh, if we think about it, that wouldn't allow us to be here right now. Yeah. So. Because if you stop doing stuff from of being afraid of being of doing mistakes, you wouldn't do like anything in life. Exactly. Anything. You can be like in your little comfort zone. Uh, so yeah, just think about that. Another boss ass speech moment. <laughs> Another boss ass speech quote. <laughs> oh, that's a good one for this. Oh, this Why would one. anyone listen to me? Mm-hmm. Why would anyone listen to us? Yeah. <laughs> Because you're important, you matter, you also have a voice and you're not like less than anyone uh, or more, you're just yourself. And I think each person is different and each person brings something to the table. Exactly. So that also applies in our like content creator situation, like because everyone's like, oh, it's so saturated. Why would anyone like? be doing that or continue to do that or whatever exactly if you're true to yourself you will always bring something different yeah true and i feel like i try to fight these feelings in my head with these words i kind of play this game all by myself sometimes because sometimes i also think like that like why would someone listen to our podcast there's a million podcasts out there Mm -hmm. million people more funny more outgoing more uh smart whatever um and i try to fight these feelings by thinking that we have similar tastes mm-hmm. and we watch different podcasts. Exactly. There's like market for everyone. And sometimes I don't watch like um, the most viewed podcasts. Sometimes no. I watch podcasts that are like smaller and yeah. s- I don't know why, but they I'm drawn to them yeah. by maybe the personality of the people, maybe their personal taste. So I feel like if there's like one or two people in the world that will resonate with us, it's always going to be important and meaningful to someone. So, yeah, that's why. Just do it. I can't ask for more money. Wow, this is a deep one. It's like, oh, you want to get a raise? Probably wants to ask for more money, but the little devil says you can't. Maybe uh, trying is a good word. 
um, maybe not like I can or I can't, but trying because I feel like you try, if you try to get a raise, uh, it's not like they're going to fire you. Probably yeah. they're just going to say something like, uh, right now we can't, but maybe uh, in six months or a mm. year we can discuss your salary again. So um, maybe try to replace the can't with uh, try. I can try to get more money. Yeah, exactly. Like you money. have nothing to lose and you just have to remind yourself of your skills and why you do deserve to get a raise. Yeah, Let's actually it. it applies to a lot of sentences if you try to um, replace the can't with try. You don't need to get it perfectly. Trying is exactly that. Just mm -hmm. trying. If you fail, it's fine. So Yeah. All right. And last but not least. Ooh. Thinking everything has been done already. That's this hard. this is like similar to what we've been talking about before. Yeah. It's like you just need to focus on how you can bring something new to the table. Yeah, and I feel like you shouldn't focus also very hard on that because you can uh, be very draining if you feel like you need to be that original like yeah it's very saturated how can I be different like don't think too much about that and just do it because no one's the same so no. if you just be yourself and do what you want to do eventually you'll separate yourself from others so. yeah and I think to me it's weird but I feel like if you try so so hard to be super original It's impossible, so... You end up not being true to yourself. Because if you're trying too hard, it's because it doesn't come out naturally. Yeah, and you already no. are, like everyone. Exactly. It's original somehow. The boss bitch sentence was... Everything's done already. Oh, how can we fight this in a boss, boss ass bitch sentence? Everything's done already, but I'm still going to do it. Because I still do it well. <laughs> everything has almost been done it's only waiting for you exactly <laughs> to do your thing yeah exactly just that one percent that's missing from the world it's you <laughs> yeah you boss ass bitch you boss ass bitch yeah this was fun we have another game we have another game <laughs> i'm just so excited for this one. <laughs> oh da -da -da -da. my god you guys can already guess That it's the Never Have I Ever game. We wanted to play this for, for so long. So for the ones at home, we have in our hands a big cardboard sign. In one of the sides, it's green and it says, I have. And the other side is red and it says, I never. So I reckon we're going to receive some questions and we're going to have to reply. We can also uh, say at the same yeah. time, right? Uh, for our listeners, but I'm just so excited to play Never Have I Ever. Let's start this. Let's start this. Are you ready for this game? Yes. <laughs> okay, first question. Never have I ever felt like a fraud in my job or career. I, I have. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> That's basically all we've been saying That's for an hour now. That's we've been saying, yeah. Next question. Never have I ever downplayed my accomplishments to avoid feeling like a fraud. I have. Hmm. I've done it all. I think I never downgraded my... Downplayed my accomplishments to avoid feeling like a fraud. Yeah, I usually feel like a fraud when I uh, have like low accomplishments. When they are good, uh, I don't usually downplay them. So I mm. never. 
Never have I ever been afraid to ask for help or guidance in my work because of imposter syndrome. <laughs> I don't think I never. I have. <laughs> I have. Okay, so I think I'm going to start messaging Iris every week. Like, do you need help with something? <laughs> Is there something you're not telling me? <laughs> And I'll be like, why is she telling me this? Am I not good enough? <laughs> Why are you offering me help? <laughs> okay. Never have I ever felt like I got a job or opportunity solely because of luck and not because of my qualifications or skills. I have. I have. <laughs> I, have. I feel like in our um, field of job, um, it's kind of hard because you can always feel like, why did I get this? Instead of you or the opposite, like, yeah. it's stuff that sometimes, I feel like it's luck, right? It's just the opportunities that yeah. come, right timing, I don't know. Sometimes I think, I think we've already talked about this. Sometimes I even think like, oh, maybe someone else said no or like loads of people said <laughs> no and I was like the last one in the list. <laughs> That's why they picked me. Hey, we were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> receiving a message saying, oh, we really wanted to work with X but she said no so do you want to work <laughs> with us and I was I like so no done. I don't want to be the second no option, option. <laughs> but maybe I would <laughs> next never have I ever hesitated to speak up or offer my opinion in a meeting or group because of imposter syndrome I never I never actually no mm -hmm. I don't think it affects me on that yeah me point yeah Okay, next one is never have I ever felt like I didn't deserve a promotion or recognition for my work because of imposter syndrome. I think I never uh, felt like I didn't deserve it. <laughs> You're just standing there <laughs> and I haven't heard I'm like, from I'm you. like <laughs> <laughs> contemplating turning to the I never, but I think I have. I feel like I don't deserve this deal or I don't... Because, for instance, it has happened to me, like, feeling that some deals that I'm happy with are gonna go away. So don't you think that's the same? I don't think so. No? I think you're just scared of... Because you're so happy, you're scared okay. you're not getting True. them again. Okay, then I never. <laughs> <laughs> I never, guys. I changed my answer. <laughs> okay, next one. Never have I ever felt like I needed to work harder than others to prove myself because of imposter syndrome. I have. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of imposter syndrome, I but have. I get the feeling that I need to work harder than everyone. And I maybe it's because of imposter syndrome. Yeah. Just to get a slight uh, bit of what they accomplished. It seems like others get it so much easier. Easier, But yeah, probably And imposter quicker. syndrome. Yeah, probably imposter syndrome. <laughs> Never have I ever felt like I didn't belong in a certain social or professional group because of imposter syndrome. I think it's um, the, the one event. we talked about. Yeah, yeah. so I have. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Runway shows and all. Mm -hmm. You feel it a little bit. You feel not it. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Never have I ever turned down an opportunity or challenge because I didn't think I was capable enough due to imposter syndrome. Never. I never. Yeah. That's a good thing, though, because it shows that we, at least we don't let it, like, affect exactly. us in that point. 
That's what I was saying. I think um, the good thing about us is that we are so work-driven. So even if the imposter syndrome really hits us on a daily, uh, we still just do We're still going to do it, yeah. yeah. We might be a bit dead inside. <laughs> but Every day is a hustle. Yeah. But we are here. We are here. Oh, last one, you say it. Last one. So okay. never have I ever looked for reassurance from others about my abilities or worth. Mm, I think it's impossible to answer. I never hear because yeah. of our job. We are always seeking exactly. for validation from others. For, Little exactly. like. <laughs> so I have. I, have. <laughs> I never made a game that was so quick as this one. <laughs> this is like one minute. <laughs> I want more. One more. Yes. It's okay. We're going to keep the little carton boards and we're going to see if our producer does this more. Oh, she's, I love she's this nodding game. yes. She's saying yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Is that time already? Yeah, I think it's a wrap, isn't it? It's the pink ball time. It's the pink ball time. We need a jingle for the pink ball time. So today I think it's my turn to take a new read. Right? All right, let's do it. Let's do it. A little ASMR for you guys at home. Pink ball time. Oh. This is the one. You feel this is the one? That's the one I want. That's the oh. one I like. You're not ready for this one. Jimmy. Shitty. Oh my Jeez, god, it's gonna candles. be so juicy. <sighs> I it's can't gonna wait be for so the juicy. stories. Oh my god. I love hearing about other people's relationships. <laughs> it's so bad though, isn't it? <laughs> it's, so it's like, mm. so have you ever been cheated on? Tell me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> but also, there's other types of cheating. So we're gonna um, get it all. Yeah. Cheating in friendship, cheating at work, cheating in, in life. Games, yeah, that's true. Oh, it's gonna be a juicy one, guys. So are we cheaters? We're gonna know next We're episode. Know next episode. <laughs> I hope to see you guys there. And yes. thank you so much for watching. Thank you for watching. Love you. We love you. See you.